Hello, beautiful friends. Welcome to the Goddess Activation Podcast, where we dive deep into all things divine feminine energy, pleasure, healing, sensuality, and really living connected with our bodies. I'm your host, Nikita Anand, spiritual embodiment coach and Kundalini and Tantra facilitator. And if you're ready to remember, reclaim, and activate the ancient wisdom that has always been within your body, stay tuned. Hello, my loves. Welcome to an ideal life. Marina, Yonai Trainer, will be joining me soon. And today we're talking about how to create internal and relational safety and what that means. Um, let me see. Marina is. Hello. Hello, my love. How are you? So good. Always good around you. <laughs> so today we're talking about internal and relational safety. But first I want to know, what does that even mean? Yeah, I think it's mostly a feeling, right? It's not like a thought because you can be thinking, I'm safe. There's nothing wrong. There's no danger. Everything's good, but you don't feel safe. So to me, safety is like this feeling that you're present, connected. It's essentially being in ventral vagal, which is the uh, the nervous system state where you're just present, connected to yourself and other people. That's how I see it. Beautiful. So first, safety, right? Why do we need safety internal and why do we need safety outside of us? Can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, I think it's the basis for everything. Like we can't have good relationships without safety. We can't navigate the world without safety. We can't have our goals. Like people are so obsessed with, you know, going after their goals. But if you don't feel safe, everything is a threat because it's this lens through which you start to view the world. And so everything is a threat. Everything is not possible. It's it's you start to just question everything and not trust anything in in the universe essentially um so oh you're cutting out for me can you still hear me yeah you 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 went away a little bit but we heard everything oh wait one sec for marina but basically when we are not feeling safe we will what marina was talking about we will almost self-sabotage ourselves on our way to achieve or receive our goals and desires, right? So if we don't feel safe, we will self-sabotage our relationships, we will self-sabotage our, our business. And so it shows up in every single area of our lives. And I'm really curious to know, do you feel safe in general in life? Or is there any specific area in your life where you sometimes feel like old patterns of not feeling safe or a pattern of, oh, I feel scared of this next step? Does that come up in your life anywhere? Hi, my love. Mm. Ah, it's the internet being crazy today. Is it better? Can Wow. Yes, it's, it's better. I just asked everyone if they have specific areas where they sometimes feel not safe or they feel like a threat is coming up. Yeah. So, and you, I think we were talking about, you asked me, um, why is it important? Like, why do we need it? So just to say a few more words about that, um, 
again, you cannot create anything without feeling safe. You have to, it's, it's the foundation. And that's how our nervous system works on the planet. You know, we're always about survival first. So if you think about it, it's a physical, physiological thing. It's not a choice. It's not a conscious mental thing, but it's physiologically, you have to feel that safety in order to then move on to thriving. So it's, it's, a basis that we all absolutely need. Beautiful. How, what would you recommend if, if you are starting, if someone is starting to feel, Hey, sometimes I actually don't feel safe in my environment or in different areas in my life. What would you recommend doing for the beginning to start creating internal safety? Well, the first thing is it's a good thing that you notice that because a lot of people don't notice. So if you already feel that in your body, that's a really good thing. And if you don't, if you feel just stuck, it's probably because first and foremost, you don't feel safe. So the first step is to actually connect to your body and notice your emotions, your sensations, what's happening in your body. Are you able to to share that? Um, and then <clears throat> if you say, I feel unsafe, what does that feel like? What's the experience? And it's important to recognize it because if you start to notice how that feels for you, then you'll be walking around in the world and you'll feel something strange, right? You'll feel stuck and maybe you're not clear why. But if you start to learn what it feels like to feel unsafe, then you'll be able to pause and say, I don't feel safe right now. Okay, what can I do? And establishing safety is really about regulating your nervous system. It's about specifically coming back to your sensations and grounding yourself. And there are so many practices that you can learn to do that, which we'll be teaching you in our retreat coming up in March. Um, we'll be practicing those, really going between a state of constriction, fear, tension, all these things, and then coming back into feeling grounded, feeling present, feeling connected, that all happens in the body. And it's really, truly as simple as noticing it and then practicing different regulation techniques to, to get to feel more safe. Yeah, I love what you just touched up on is we are always looking to feel connected, to feel belonged, to feel important and to feel like we have a place in the world, right? And sometimes we look for it externally, we look for it outside of ourselves, but one big way where it, where it is found first is within us, right? If we don't feel connected with ourselves, if we don't feel safe with ourselves, we will always be on the search for something outside of us. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a kind of a dual process. I used to think that all I need is just to feel connected to myself and to feel safe in my body. And I think that's for sure necessary. And then also, if you are out in the world in a group of people where you feel like you don't belong, you're not loved, you're unsafe, I believe that two things are going on at the same time. You don't love yourself. You don't feel safe inside yourself. You're not connected to yourself. And then also it's that group of people. So sometimes, you know, we do need to remove ourselves from a group of people. Sometimes we need to really, really focus on what's happening inside. And sometimes it's both at the same time. Yeah. And so we were sharing about internal safety. Can you share with us what is, how is it different from relational safety and how does feeling safe in relationships show up? Why is it important? 
I think relational safety is so much more complex because you're kind of playing with two dynamics. Again, you're like dealing with your own body and other people. So we're all really sensitive beings and we're all tuning into each other's nervous systems and how we learn to regulate our nervous system is when we're born through our caregivers. So we actually learn self-regulation through someone else first. That is how we learn. We don't know how to regulate ourselves when we're born. So we feel very often unsafe. And the only way that we can feel safe is because someone is there showing us how it's possible to get from this constriction into presence and ease and peace. A lot of us did not have that. So we, in relationships, we are get into that same space that we were with our parents, you know? It's so crazy, but if you don't, if you're not mindful of it, people keep their relational dynamics all their life from how they were with their parents. Whether you were your parents' therapist, friend, uh, maybe you were really criticized by your parents. Maybe you they only celebrated you, but they never knew what to do when you were sad. Or maybe the other way around. They knew what to do when you were sad. They were really focused on that, but they were not focused on celebrating you, you know, getting excited or allowing you to explore. All these things, they're so subtle and they show up in our relationships like big, big time. And that's where, you know, attachment actually comes in um our style our attachment style and so um yeah that's all gonna show up in our in our safety that we feel in relationships and that's something that we can work on through our own bodies and then also through relationships like there's no way to to transform relationships without being in them and actually you know putting yourself out there like you and i were talking earlier and you said something that was like such a big reflection for me that I have been working on this because in the past I never would receive support and no one would offer it to me because I was really close to it. So it was like at the same time people didn't offer it and I also wasn't open to receiving it. And that's, it's, you know, the parallel processes. And then now I've really set that intention and worked really hard on receiving support and you offered it, which I'm so grateful. And also a lot of other people, you know, have been saying like, is there anything I can do to support you? And I remember like when it started happening, I was like, oh no, I don't want <laughs> to hear that question. But now I'm just more, more and more open to it. Isn't it funny when someone offers us support, if we haven't worked on this yet, if there's like this pattern that isn't that conscious yet, we feel like, no, like, I don't want you to go, get out of your way to help me. And there's like this self-worth wound or this feeling of like, I, like, you know, like, I don't want to be a burden to someone else. Like, there's this wound that can come up where we don't even want to receive, even though someone literally wants to give us everything or wants to help us. There's like this, yeah, this, this funny dynamic where we close ourselves up from things that people actually want to give us. Yeah, and I think that also has to do with safety because when you're uh, changing something in your life, any pattern that you change in your life, it comes up against your safety because we would always rather stay in the old pattern, even if it's harmful, even if it's, you know, even if the new one is going to be so much better for us, it doesn't yet 
feel safe. So it's this really awkward transition time where you kind of have to keep soothing yourself a lot. You have to keep practicing self-soothing in order to soothe yourself through that yucky transition time where you feel really uncomfortable and often unsafe so that you can make it to the new new pattern. And I feel like I do this like all the time, but it, it's worth it. It's definitely worth it because that's how we grow and that's how we create things in life that are really amazing. I find that is such an important thing to remember when we start to create safety. It's not just that you create it today and work on it this week or this month and then it's over and then you're safe forever. It's actually something that you do over and over again, especially as we keep evolving, right? Like if you're in this space here, you're probably someone who loves to get to know yourself better, who is curious about yourself, who is curious about your own patterns and past and where you want to go and your goals. So especially if you're, you're this your your relationship with safety will come up over and over again and will be different every day and with every topic as well. So true. The one last thing that I would love for you to touch upon is creating safety in relationships when you're with your partner, with your lover, that is one thing. And for those of us, for us as a sisterhood, there have there has been some deep deep trauma around jealousy around high school drama around just women being friends with each other where i feel like there's a lot that comes up and in my last retreat that i hosted in mallorca this summer the women were sharing that this is one of the first time where, where they have they where they were in a safe group of women where all of the women wanted to see each other grow and support each other. And there was not a single ounce of jealousy or, you know, like all of us were wanting to see each other grow and support each other and love on, up on each other. Can you touch upon that a little bit? Yeah, I love that. It's so true. And I believe that when we come to these retreats, we are all open to the healing and to the process. And then whatever someone is celebrating about themselves actually makes you feel like you can celebrate that about yourself too. And it's so powerful. It's so amazing. Um, I've also experienced that in the retreat that I just went on. It was so, so good and so exciting. And also just the vulnerability is really crucial because when there is vulnerability, and there is this like open space where you can say, where you can actually talk about your jealousy and, you know, make light of it or make fun of it sometimes, but we all experience it. Like, it's not bad. I think the moment that we label something as bad, that is very human, then it grows and grows. And we all are just like in competition and jealousy and oh, really yucky. But when you're like, you know, I'm human and I'm so jealous of you right now because I think you're so pretty. I don't know, whatever it is. Um, if you make that okay, which I feel like in retreats, that's a huge thing that we do. There's a lot of self-acceptance, self-compassion, and everything is welcome. Nothing is labeled as bad or wrong. That's in a group, when you experience that, when you think about it, it's like the opposite of our evolution, right? Because in the past, like everybody was always at war and still, unfortunately. So when we create that in a retreat setting, it's the most healing thing. I mean, I walked away from the, the retreat that I went on and really felt like such deep shift in my sisterhood with other women, especially it was 
so amazing. So it's, I feel like to heal relationally, you have to show up, you have to be in a group, you have to put yourself out there in baby steps, you know, in accordance with your nervous system and give yourself breaks and all of that, but in a place that's very self-compassionate, accepting and, and healing. Yeah, I love that about, so we are sharing also about our retreat, which is coming up in Costa Rica. And what I, what I love is you when you join a retreat, you know you're going to this sacred space for those five days or a week. And you you took off your, your days from work. You, took, you released your daily life for those five days to join a retreat where you fully focus on yourself. And everyone else who is joining has done the same thing. And it's this mindset or the women who join usually have similar intentions where when you enter the first ceremony, the first practice, the first room, the teaching room, I feel like all of us are on the same level always. All of us, like I love them already, even if I don't know you yet. But when, as soon as you walk in, I feel like I love you and I know you already, even though I don't know your last name maybe, or I don't know, you know, which school you went to, but that will follow afterwards. But it's the soul connection that already happens in retreats on the first day because you flew from wherever you live to that place. All of us decided to be there and to co-create magic together. That is something that I love about retreats where it's not just about who is leading it or this one person who is joining. It's we need every single one of us to be there. That creates the magic of the retreat. Yeah, totally. And the fact that it's in person. It's so funny. We have all the technology, which is it's wonderful. And it really, you know, I'm very grateful for it. I'm grateful we can be here now with all of you, like probably you're from all over the world watching this right now. Um, and then you would hear about the retreat from all over the world through technology. But at the same time, we are needing human connection so badly like there is no replacement for being in person there honestly isn't as much as i fight it because all of my business is online i truly experience a lot of healing from from in-person stuff and and even right now just meeting people here locally and being with them in the flesh you know there's no replacement so that's also another amazing thing in my opinion about retreats so we would love all of you to check out our incredible retreat that's happening in March. And the link is uh, pinned in the comments. Um, yeah, what do you want to say about our retreat, Nikita? Um, it's a five day women's retreat where we really focus on ourselves and coming together as, as sisters and filling up our own cup. And we will put away our phones we are literally in the middle of the costa rican jungle um surrounded by nature we have a waterfall in our backyard which is crazy to say um we are surrounded in nature and it is a time to disconnect from the digital world and reconnect with your heart reconnect with your body reconnect in such sacred ceremonies with your inner child with your nervous system with your safety with with your femininity with your masculine energy with all of you and come back to to your senses to your soul to your heart your body in a way where which sometimes it's hard to create in daily life especially over multiple days right like with all the ceremonies and the practices that we're doing and just your time by being your being with yourself or being with other women 
we don't really get that the same way here anymore, right? Because we have work, we have things to do, we have a household to run. Um, we lead busy lives and retreats for me are those sacred spaces where everything gets to take a break and you really get to come back to your soul and to your body. Yeah, and just get really nourished. And um, I remember when I went on the on my retreat a, a month ago now or so, um, my coach said, like, you're going to be so supported. You can just let everything go, just like not think about anything. And I was like, what? No, I can't. And I totally did. So it's really nice that you can arrive in a place where, you know, the, everything's taken care of. Like you, you can just be, you can just be in your process. You can be in your bonds with everyone. You can just like enjoy. And it's so, so special and beautiful. I am committed to going on a retreat every year from now on because it was such a great experience. So we want to share this retreat with all of you. We want to invite you to check it out. And if you have any questions at all, please feel free to message us, ask us your questions. We're so excited to meet you and hug you in person. Yes, it's a beautiful gift that we give to ourselves, whether we are joining retreats or, yeah, it's, it's a beautiful gift that you do for yourself. And finally, everything around you gets better as well, right? Like when your own cup is full, you are overflowing in relationships and business and everywhere, but the intention is doing this for you and filling up your own cup. <laughs> Amazing, my love. Thank you for being here. You can check out the retreat in the link or click on both of our bios. And please let us know if you have any questions, if we can support you. And we are so excited to see you so soon. <laughs> Thank Amazing. You Thank you for being here, Marina. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode. We would love to hear what your favorite takeaways were by DMing us at Soul Coach Nikita on Instagram. If you would leave a five-star review on this podcast or share it with your friends and family and in your IG story and tagging us at Soul Coach Nikita, that would greatly help us spread the message and reach even more people. If there is anything that you wish and desire for us to cover in this podcast, please DM us at SoulCoachNikita on Instagram and we will try our best to cover it. Sending you so much love. XOXO, Nikita.